0: ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Playing a game called High Low. All you have to do is you have to tell me the three most expensive ones. The three most expensive ones. Would you like to hear about them first? Sure. All right, Rich, tell us about it. Ah, I love that. Does that make you feel like it's the 70s all over again, even though... Drew Carey hosted in the 90s or the 2000s. He's been doing that, what, 20 years now? I mean, how crazy is that? It's crazy. Here he starts out as this hot shot, you know, stand-up comedian. comedian. Then he gets his own TV show, the Drew Uh Carey show, and then he settles into a game show host where he's been languishing for far too long, seemingly. But I guess it's a regular paycheck.
1: Oh, yeah, I think it's a pretty good size, like oversized check. Uh, I would like imagine. on the on the. I mean, there's a reason that he's doing it because those what they make for those things are ridiculous. And hey, Mr. Right?
0: Sajak, I think, is doing okay.
1: Oh, oh, Chicago's very own Pat yep. Sajak. Yes, sir. Way.
0: He went to Columbia College, my yeah. uh, same place I did.
1: Yeah, and you're making as much as he is. Uh, okay, high or low? <laughs> that would be low, Brian. <laughs> I I read something like between tapings like most of these game shows they do four or five on a Monday and they're done for the week. Right? Uh-huh. So good work if you can get it. Sure. Uh, but he and Vanna would go over to this dive bar across the the street from the lot where they where, where they tape uh Wheel of Fortune. Uh-huh. And they would get half in the bag between shows. They would sit, like, in this dark dive bar. Oh, you can and, imagine that. I can, in oh, my mind's eye, I can see Pat looking a little buzzed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and but, you know, Vanna, yeah, I have another one. We got to get back to the show. But let's get one more Long Island before we're out of here. <laughs> uh, is, uh, is
0: Pat a beer and a shot guy or is he a frou-frou drink guy?
1: Oh, I got to think. If it's dive bar, I mean, you know, I got to think it's, it's shots, beers, you know, give me three fingers of scotch, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, but our high-low is sports-related. And um, yesterday, unfortunately, the, I, I we highlighted the White Sox uh, Major League Baseball wins above average by yep. position and by pitching and by each uh, defensive position, but it includes batting and fielding. And unfortunately, well, today, the White Sox have improved from yesterday because they, they brought the bats and Johnny Cueto- Brought the, Did uh, you say the unfortunately? Ball. No, I said fortunately they got unfortunately. better. Okay, the, the, number, unfortunately. the numbers. The numbers better today because yeah. they brought the entirety of offense and defense yep. yesterday, right? Yep, yep. Yesterday, the major league baseball wins above average for the White Sox to that point in the season was a minus five point five. Today, because the big win yesterday, it's they moved up a spot, leapfrogged the Arizona Diamondbacks. So now they're minus 4.9, which, you know, you need to see a positive instead of the negative to be a playoff team. Mm -hmm. I ask you, Mark Zander, are the Cubs higher or lower than the Chicago White Sox in the overall Major League Baseball wins above average for the team? Higher, lower?
0: Uh, I hate to say this,
1: but I think you're asking me if the Cubs are higher or lower. Cubs are higher. And it's not even close. They are five spots higher. They, they Ding, are, ding, um,
0: ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah.
1: we'll move on. They're, they're a minus 1.8 to the Chicago White Sox, minus 4.9. Hey, I'm glad I scored a positive, but I'm not happy about that stat. Well, think about it. Let me the just Cubs, say are, that. Cubs are trying to lose, and the White Sox are trying to win. All right, so all of so pitching. You know, Brian, you just answered it. The, the Sox would just say, let's try to lose, and they'll fix this? Uh Yes, that's the, the, I don't think they verbalized that, but it almost seems like that's the team message and they all, all understand it. All right, so uh, relative to your Chicago White Sox, right? Yeah. All pitching, is the White Sox or, or Chicago Cubs higher or lower to this point in the season than Chicago White Sox, including starting and relief really pitching higher or lower? Ooh, boy. Um... And remember, White Sox... Strength of theirs, right? Rotation's been pretty good. It's yep, been yep. good at times. Yeah, at times,
0: that's the uh, yeah. key point. Joe
1: Kelly is still there. Like, yeah. that's the yeah. I want to say the Cubs are lower. They are higher. Ah. The White Sox are a minus 0. 0.9. And Chicago Cubs, rebuilding as they may be, or don't say that, Jed Oyer, 0.4. Starting pitching. Chicago, Chicago Cubs higher or lower than the Chicago White Sox? Oh, lower. Higher. Oh, Chicago come Cubs, on! 1.0. Both positive. Both have positive numbers. So above average, Chicago White Sox, your White Sox, 0. 0.8. Now think about that. I don't want to. Okay. Relief pitching. Cubs higher or lower higher. than the Chicago White Sox? They are higher. Minus 1.3. Not good. They're middle of the pack at 15. Chicago White Sox 22 minus 1.7. So close, but no cigar. Um, all, all positions total uh, without pitching. Are the White Sox higher or lower than the Chicago Cubs? I want to say the White Sox
0: are higher, but the way this game is going, I'm going to you say. You notice more. a trend here, don't yeah, you? Mark? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. I'm paying attention to the trend.
1: Okay. Trend Over. is your friend. They are lower, not even close. White Sox, minus 4.0, four games below average. And the Cubs, only minus 1.4 games beneath the major league average. Again, you'd hope for better for certainly the White Sox, if not both sides of town. But there you go. Uh, Catching, Savvy um, and and, uh, Reese and uh, Grandal. Cubs, yeah. and then we, know this one's obvious, right? Wilson Contreras is an all-star. Yeah. Yeah, and because of that, the Cubs are top, they're number eight overall Major League Baseball with a positive positive zero point six. And how close starter. are we to the bottom? Well, you know, just to make it 20, uh, minus 0.7. Yeah. Because Maguire, Grandal and Zavala, my law firm, um, you would hope it's really Grandal's problem, right? I mean, that that's who we lay that at. Hey, 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 squarely on his
0: shoulders. Look, uh, Zavala has really been a pleasant surprise. I was one of those at that game last year where Sebi hit three home runs, one of them being a grand slam in yeah. a losing effort. I was actually at that game but he was not consistent last year. He's Cueto's favorite catcher right now because oh, of the sure. time they spent in A, yeah. and now his bat has come around so much so that Tony has given him a day off for good behavior today.
1: Yeah. Well, this one's going to be easy for you because Jose Abreu's got a 14-game hit streak currently. How about this? Well, Jose Abreu now has seven hit streaks in his career of at least 14 games. Think about that. He joins guys like Nellie Fox, Luke Appling, and Eddie Collins, Luke Appling once signed a ball for you, didn't he, uh, Mark? No, no, yeah. not me. That, that's false. That's the that's fake news. That's fake news. Oh, but might uh, be somebody yeah. else. So that, that one's obvious, right? The the the, the White Sox yeah. are certainly yeah. higher. Yeah. Thank than,
0: you, thank you. We can yeah. have one for the White Sox. Woo. Yeah. Can I get uh, a ding ding? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's a, it's a what? What's that with muted ding? That's like a half a victory,
1: right? Yeah, here. and maybe even yeah. half better show up on the South Side because. Um, are the White Sox higher or lower than the Cubs at second base?
0: <laughs> the White Sox are lower.
1: No, they're higher, but not. I mean, but not good. Uh, almost a full game. Really? Underneath okay. The well,
0: okay. Uh, that's uh, but, a slight hey. victory. One small little victory, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Thank yeah, you.
1: because the Cubs are minus one point two to the White Sox zero uh, point nine negative. Hey, and um, I will say this:
0: uh, there have been plenty of people bagging on Harrison. Not lately. Everybody's quiet now because he's shown up. Thankfully, but I'm glad that that's turned out. That's a hell of a lot better than the Cesar Hernandez stuff last year.
1: Yes, yes. Now, Johan Mankata leading off today, uh, White Sox higher or lower than the Cubs at third base to this point in the season, including offense and defense? Lower. They are, in fact, lower. They are a full game to the south of major league average. To the Cubs, uh, 0.2, minus 0.2. Now, now
0: this year, and, and when you say third base, that's obviously covering Berger in there for Munkata. Okay. Anyone who's played third and, base. And, and I will say, Yoan has been solid defensively this year. Yeah, it, it's, it's the bat that has not come around, and and, and and that's where he really
1: earns his money. Yeah, it's Munkata, Berger, Harrison, and Mendick, right? right and right. to the Cubs, better, better have a program. Brandon Jury, Mustakas, Solano. No, oh, that's the wrong one. The wrong team. Uh, Wisdom Villar. He yeah, was going to say what? Yeah, yeah. Nico Horner and Christopher Morel. Morel brings that number up on his own, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Shortstop and uh, Tim Anderson's is an all-star. Are the Cubs higher or lower than the White Sox? I want to say higher. They are not. Not even close. Really, um, the Cubs are third. Third. Really good. A, a positive one point seven. The White Sox, positive. A full game above the average, but only a full game. Okay. They're twelfth. The White Sox, the Cubs are third. Wow. Well, and
0: and and most the uh, most of the time has been spent with uh, Nico at shortstop. Yes, correct. For, and sure. and and obviously Tim has been in and out a few times.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. How about left field? Higher or lower? Cubs higher or lower than the White Sox? Uh, lower. Oh yeah, not even close. Boy, is this possible? Left field, White Sox. This is sickening, is what this is. Well, it explains the White Sox season. Yeah. White Sox are 27th out of 30th with a negative 1.3. And the Cubs are sitting at fourth overall. Wow. Why are not the Cubs, why isn't their record better? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, because they have too many negative numbers, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, center higher field, or lower doesn't mean that the one that's higher is no, dominating. Not at all. No, it's still no damn good. Right. 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 All right. Center field. You got to get this one right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it, the White Sox. Absolutely, not even close. The White Sox because of Louis Robert sitting there uh, at tenth overall, ninth, ninth overall. So top ten position for the White Sox. Cubs bottom They're twenty seventh. Right field, uh, Cubs higher or lower than the White Sox? Good Lord, honey, I mean, is this possible? The Cubs have had one, two, three, four, five, nine different players in right field. Nine.
0: I want to say the White Sox, but I'm sure I'm wrong.
1: The White Sox, uh, Sox are
0: higher. They're lower. Aye. They're lower. They, they're,
1: I don't like this game. <laughs> they're 24th in, the, in Major League Baseball in right field production, offense, and defense. And the Cubs are, are sitting there at uh, 18. So all of the outfield, uh, you know where this is going because with the center field is the only position that the, the mm-hmm. White Sox are lower. Designated hitter, here's one for you: um, White Sox higher or lower than the Cubs? Higher. No, hate... no, not even Cubs God. are barely positive at zero point one, and the White Sox are minus zero point nine twenty six. Boy, this really does explain the White Sox season. Finally, pinch hitting. When the offense starters can't do it, here comes Lurie Garcia. No, here's Andrew Vaughn. Who is it? Oh, the socks are lower. No, they're they're negative. Oh, okay, they're negative, but they all are 12th overall, and the Cubs are 25th. Both negative numbers. So that explains a lot as to why high low among the mediocre. Yeah, I mean, boy, you would think. You would think the Cubs, I guess that's why they have closer games. They're playing a lot of close one run, two run games, right? It's, it's not nearly. Oh, yeah. Come on out, take some BP, and then yeah. allow, if allowed, I'll oh, throw the rubber. Hold on. Sorry. Can... Yeah. Yeah. Tow the rubber. Swindell's happy about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, we'll see what you got. He'll take you. So, yeah, yeah there you go. Um, it, it, boy, the White Sox got to turn those numbers mm-hmm. around. Help. Uh, but yeah. they did pick up five. They they, they were minus five point five yesterday. They're climbing the ladder. They're minus four point nine. So five four- games
0: behind the Twins right now. They're playing Detroit today. One ten start. Kopech on the mound. Dion Miller at twelve thirty with the pregame. And uh, Connor's on play by play with DJ. Let's hit the break here. Come back. I want to touch upon one other thing. We're to play some audio from the uh, pregame here on ESPN 1000 yesterday and see if we can sneak in a few calls before we get out of here and then we'll wrap up the uh, Twitter polls as well. This is ESPN 1000.
1: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000.
0: right, just about to wrap things up for us here today. Brian Hanley, Mark Zander on ESPN 1000. From the old National Bank studio on State Street. Beautiful day. We've got baseball on the south side. Fourth game against Detroit. Trying to split the series. As I mentioned, Michael Kopech on the mound. Brian Dion Miller's got the play-by. or I mean, I'm sorry, the pregame at 1230. Connor and DJ on the play-by-play. Here on espn 1000 this is what i heard yesterday brian and i, I want to play this because i thought it was interesting to hear and of course after a, a winning day and such a dominant performance by johnny Cueto in the offense today we feel good us Sox fans but what about when we get into another multi-game funk you know what are we going to feel like then and, and this is something i wanted to draw attention to
1: well you learn a long time ago that you know there's always communicating about something with a bunch of them, you kind of go up the list. Only twenty-five guys, twenty-six guys. If you call them in the office, it's too official. So you can really have a, an unofficial, casual meeting, and you can make a point about you know, like the other day I talked to Lambert. Yeah, you know, yeah, I talked to I talked to Garcia today. But you make a point that's baseball-oriented, and you do it out there in the spaces where it's not as uh, intimidating.
0: What's he going to talk to? Lauri,
1: I still love you.
0: He just says, it with I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I had somebody pinch hit for you. That does not mean I love you any less.
1: No, he says it with flowers.
0: <laughs> you must have a big flower bill. You went to Jared?
1: Oh, Tony. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, and when, when I heard Tony yesterday talk to Len, uh, you know, that was here on ESPN 1000. I thought, you know what? I appreciate the sentiment, but is that really getting the job done when they really need to send a message? These are pro players. Don't the coaches have to reinforce the simple things? And I, why why does he have to do it in such a neutral space and, 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 and in such a – I don't know. It, it just seems so counterintuitive to what we know about Tony. And he's this, maybe over – over-adjusted to the new ways of baseball where everybody has to be coddled. I'm not sure what to make of it. It just
1: doesn't sound like that's the way to get the message here, across. Here comes Tony walking across, uh, out to center field with a couple churros and he's <laughs> going to pull Lurie aside. Hey, let's have a moment. Uh, yeah. you want to have a game of catch? Yeah. Um, yeah, I they, mean, they, they, they knock churros together as a sign of uh, yeah, love. Exactly. Like the foodies do yeah. cheers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go get them today. Um, that's why they give you an office, right? <laughs> why don't you use it? But I'm old school that way. At some point, you know, you need. Well, to you and it me, down. and
0: you and me both. And and uh, you know, if somebody wants to sneak in here, we have a little time. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Does this sound like Tony's too soft, or is this is this the way things should go? And this is the appropriate way to handle it. And you know these are adult players that you know they're adults they're professional players they get paid a lot of money they should know to be more disciplined at the plate if they're having a bad day they should know to make that adjustment i would think that they should know pitch by pitch to make that adjustment you know how much do you have to coach these people how hard do you have to be is this a right approach from tony
1: well here's the problem can you bring the entire team into the office at the same time and shut the door Because as Mark Gonzalez uh, wrote today in Fangraph's stat, and we talked about at the top of the show, the White Sox are the worst team in the American League at swinging at pitches outside the zone at a healthy 39.5, what's called 40%. Good point. Get them all
0: in the clubhouse at one time and talk loudly. What's with this meeting everybody in the field? He doesn't move that fast. How many people can he meet with?
1: No, no. Again, and so when you're an umpire behind the plate – And I said, you know, earlier in the show, when Tony gave the half-hearted, I'm coming out here to get thrown out because, you know, you can't argue balls and strikes. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't barreling out there. He did the senior shuffle. And, (sighs) um, and then the umpire gives him the half. The Stephen Colbert, okay, you're out of here. Give him now. The get see. see it Tony. wasn't.
0: It was just. It wasn't too emphatic. It was just no, kind of a and, flip and of the, an arm. And the pitch I was a ball. Yeah.
1: The pitch was a ball. So you, you're not getting the benefit of any calls around the plate. Any pitches around the plate as a batter. That's the motivator that Tony is in in this day and time. Right, because if if you're an undisciplined team offensively. Umpires aren't going to give you the the borderline call. Right. They're just going to say you, you sw- you're swinging at balls. Um, you know, sorry. You know, if you're doing that 40 percent of the time, I can't help you out. Okay. You know, if pitchers get the benefit when they're on the plate from the from the get go as a starter. So maybe you know by the fourth inning, if they're starting to tire a little bit, they've been around the plate. The umpires are probably going to give them that 50 50 pitch, right? You would think. You would think. But yeah. But Tony used to be fiery. Tony. And it was Bob Glass who was the um, the AP. Um, Stringer, who was the mortician, the the funeral home director who Mm -hmm. Tony went off on, be a man, screamed at him, had to be restrained. Is Bob Glass said, "You know, why don't you be a man?" And Tony, went, "Be a man and start." But that—that that, that was the guy. So that took some gumption for a stringer to say that to a baseball manager. That's yeah, funny. and Bob wasn't a young man, and um, he—I don't know how he thought that was going to be received by a young Tony LaRusso at the time.
0: Well, I could—I could have told you then, not too well. No, and it didn't,
1: and and that became the the mantra. And that was fiery Tony.
0: Now Tony. Wants to talk to everybody in a very non-confrontational in way nice in their, in, yeah, in their in their natural environment on the field. Don't want to bring him to the office too official. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might be time to step it up. And I say this again because today, this follows eight nothing win. Against the Tigers, great performance by Johnny Cueto. The offense showed up. We're all smiles and happy. But when too we many have times this season, right when many. we have some, we when we have some issues, some uh, peewee mistakes in the field, or we have people chasing pitches and and not giving themselves a chance to win the game, and supporting a starting a starting pitcher that has a good outing. You know, how about in the clubhouse talking to everybody?
1: Well, and not only that. Uh, too many times, you know, feel free to go out and, and put up another dominant performance all the way around or just win the damn game. Because, as, as you said earlier in the show, too many times you get excited by the uh, once in a while. Like the uh, yesterday's complete... game and we come yeah. into
0: today's game and yeah. uh, I, I hope I'm wrong, but we've seen it in the past where we have been teased. Right. Yeah, where it, you have... It's been an unfair tease. We think the corner's been turned and yeah. we're still running in place.
1: Right, you're you're in the the roundabout, you're in the cul-de-sac because you've dominated good teams, and then all of a sudden the next day you lay in a collective egg, and you can't do that. You got to start stringing not only wins together, but you know convincing wins, like good, uh, solid baseball, no brain fart wins, right? No, no, none of the stuff. No balls dropping between fielders or guys getting caught between second and third. Or calling or...
0: somebody off on a ball and then yeah. reaching uh, yeah. unsuccessfully to catch the ball that you intended on catching. Yeah.
1: Any of that stuff. Or, you know, all of a sudden leaning off second. Or Or first the old 8-5 out.
0: triple play.
1: Well, there's that. I've yeah, uh, never no, no, seen it that. before because it's the first time in the history of the game.
0: You won't. We've got a couple Twitter polls to wrap up here. Let's start with uh, baseball. Considering all things durability, leadership, performance, where does Johnny Cueto, after yesterday's performance, where does he rank today for you in the Sox starting rotation? We took first off the uh, plate because Dylan Cease may end up being an all-star. Uh, his stuff is just amazing. However, the impact that Cueto's made is pretty uh, pretty important. So is he second, third, fourth, or fifth? Jay Cantu has got the results of that poll. How's it look, Jake? I think uh, Twitter
1: spoke well, and he said they're second. He's second right now, and, and some people might argue first. Uh, and then also at third, thirty-four point one percent, and fourth, fifth, obviously falling behind.
0: Now remember, he was signed as the fifth starter, a guy to plug the he hole was, for Lance I know a minor
1: league contract. Yes, he was. And didn't show up till mid-May, right? And he had
0: to prove it in the minor leagues yeah, to even right. get here. Yep. Yeah. Great story. One of the best storylines of uh, a tough year so far for the White Sox. All right, so the other ESPN poll. Will Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taves request to be traded following what happened the other day? And the choices are Kane will, Taves will, both will, neither, or one will.
1: How's that look? No surprise here. Both will at 48.7% takes the cake. Wow. 88 and 10
0: heading out. Well, you know what? Look, I think... um, I think people are being realistic, right?
1: I, I, Fans absolutely. are being real, realistic. Yeah, and I'm, you know what? I, I don't think Kyle Davids, Davidson's going to fight him when, they, when the Pat Brisson, their agent, calls and says, you know, our guys want out, my guys want out. Yeah,
0: look, uh, it would have been nice, a nice storyline to have both of them play to the end of their natural career, maybe even yeah. have a winning season before they wrap it up, you know, get deep into the playoffs, even another Stanley Cup. But, you know, oftentimes those storylines are just... Uh, and more dreams than anything. I it's
1: believe to NHL do. free agency starts this Wednesday, so we'll know an answer Correct. pretty soon. Well, you know, Dylan Stroms not going to be tendered. I mean, it's a, it's a house cleaning now. So mm-hmm. Well, at luck. this point,
0: why turn back?
1: No, you wouldn't. No, You wouldn't. If you the it was uh, expendable and uh, then well, you wouldn't bring back, you know, above average guys. You get you got rid of a, a an all-star right there. Mhm. So. Mhm. And the argument is, did we get enough? We
0: won't know until these guys hit the ice and see what they can uh, do for us.
1: In about four years, check back, and we'll yeah. be able to yeah. tell and you. That's, that and I that's went. the
0: problem. Yeah. It's going to be painful four years. All right, so we're just about to wrap things up. Again, pregame with Dion Miller. Next here on ESPN 1000, you're home for Chicago White Sox. First pitch day, 110. Connor on the play-by-play, along with DJ, as they try to win one from the Tigers and end up splitting. It's the best of a possible situation. We were going for a sweep. Didn't quite work out that way. But maybe, just maybe, yesterday was the start of something beautiful, Brian. Here's hoping. All right. Thanks thanks for listening, and have a great day. Go White Sox. This is ESPN 1000.